Hi, this is Alex. And this is Alan. And you're listening to our podcast, Uniquely Portable Magic, where we talk about all things books. This week is our Fable Duology series wrap. Um, by Adrian Young. <laughs> I couldn't remember her name. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I even have the book right next to me. I don't know why I didn't pick it up. That would have been probably faster. But um, sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> I was like, who wrote these books? Um, um, so the books in this duology are Fable and Namesake. Uh, and they follow the story of a girl named Fable and her adventures across the sea. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So this is your spoiler alert for both Fable and Namesake. Correctamundo. With our series wrap, we talk about both of them together. Uh, so if you haven't read either of them and care about spoilers, I would recommend stopping going to read them and then coming back and joining us and if you don't care about spoilers then just keep listening i guess i don't get it but that's fine <laughs> me neither but again it's again, not it's not my fine. place to get it i guess mm-hmm. exactly so ellen yes were you able to pick a favorite book of this duology you know i was mm-hmm. but i did take a little bit of thinking time okay um i decided i loved both of them i Uh was very enthralled by both of them i read them both very quickly i had a hard time putting either of them down even to make notes um but i think i liked fable would be okay more than namesake and why is that um i liked the adventure a little bit more um, in Fable, it seemed like they were, um, I mean, it seemed like they were adventuring more. They were going more places. They were doing more things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked that, um, aspect of it. And I liked, um, sort of the building of the relationships in that one. And... While I loved where everything ended up in Namesake and I loved the strengthening of the relationships in Namesake, um, there's just, I don't know, there's just something about Fable that really was the clear winner to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How about you? Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I liked Fable better. I. I don't know that I can really truly put my finger on why that mm-hmm. is. Um, I think part of it was the there was more time underwater. Like, there were more underwater scenes, I think, that were cooler than in Namesake. And that was definitely one of my favorite aspects of both books. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I don't, I don't know. It's weird, right? Like. Yeah. Like I can't really, like, I don't know why it is. It just is. Right. Exactly. (laughs) I agree. Um, Because I feel like much like me, you, you felt the same way about both books. Like you enjoyed them both Mm -hmm. and read them both quickly. Yes. I did. I did. Yeah. So I don't don't really know. Uh, (laughs) 
that's that's fine. It happens. Yeah. What about favorite character? Um, this one was also pretty clear to me. While I really enjoyed a lot of the characters, um, I had I think in the first book I had two favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just had one in the second book. But seeing as I had one consistent favorite through all of them, then clearly I that um, meant to me that Fable was, in fact, my favorite character in right. this uh, duology. Um, for all of the reasons that I mentioned, you know, she's... Um, I love her story. I love her growth from the first one to the second one. Um, even the first one to the end of the first book, you know? And I think we talked about it a little bit in our namesake episode. Like, she had so much, like, such huge character growth in the first book, you know? Um, And then her growth in the second one, while also very profound, was a little bit more, um, like, nuanced and a little bit Mm -hmm. more, um, like, I feel like a lot of her growth was... I mean, I guess it was pretty much, I mean, it was, it was internal in both books, but like, it was so, um, her, the growth in the first book was all centered on her trusting people, right? So like, mm-hmm. I call that external, but it's not because it's her learning to trust people. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of the growth in this one seemed more quote unquote internal, like herself growing as a person you know yeah mm-hmm. um which is both important and really cool and i enjoyed reading both aspects of it but you know i just loved all that uh she's a really cool gem sage like who wouldn't want to be a gem sage she's a redhead um yeah so basically she's me if i was a pirate mm-hmm. <laughs> yep uh-huh isn't, isn't that how that goes yeah that's totally why she's your favorite character yeah. Um, How about so you? similarly, Fable was my favorite okay. character for all the reasons you said. This um, series has really been like us as twinsies. Like I know <laughs> it really has. Um, I think part of it was definitely due to the fact that she's the only character in the book who has magic, mm-hmm. or in the series who has magic outside of like her mom and her grandfather. But we didn't really ever get to right. know them. Um, so that's an aspect to her character that I really enjoyed and that kind of set her apart from the other characters. And then I think it's just hard to have any other favorite character because we get so much more insight to her right. versus any other character. Yeah, because, of course, again, we're reading a series where it's um, first person. Right. Because it's I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. So that's not, that's so much harder to really get to know mm-hmm. at the same level. You know, and the I other feel characters. like. I feel like the first book, while of course it was still in first person, we got a little more insight into the other characters in the book. But book mm-hmm. two was really fable. Like, of course, fable, It was, the first one was fable centric also but like the second one really was yeah I would fable centric you know mm-hmm. like we got even less insight into the 
characters around her mm-hmm. because it was very much just like Fable figuring out her place in the world and and where she right. belonged and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with so. myself. I literally <laughs> just said I agree, but I'm agreeing with myself. That's embarrassing. That's okay. We all do embarrassing things sometimes. Oh, gosh. So were there any surprises in this series that just, like, really stood out to you? Um... Yeah, and this is only <laughs> because I had built it up so much, I think. Um, we, it seemed so odd to me, sort of the way that it was set up, that Fable's mom was actually dead, right? Like, um, and we sort of talked about it in Namesake, too. Like, I had just built it up so much that I was so ready for her mom to actually be alive somewhere. Mm. And of course, it makes sense that she's not, and um, it especially makes sense that she's not because, from what we know of her, she does not seem like the type of person to just be like, "Peace to my only child and and <laughs> husband right. who or partner who I loved very much," and you know, like. So it shouldn't have surprised me that she wasn't really alive, but I had put a lot of stock into maybe she's alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that okay, that surprise was a little bit my fault, but like <laughs> <laughs> that was sort of the biggest one. Is I was so hopeful that we were going to mm-hmm. see her again, and and we did not. Yeah, I know. That's so sad. Yeah. How about you? So there were two things for me that stood out. Okay. I think in this book. There were a lot of instances where you were getting hints and, like, inklings of things and potential for things to happen that a lot of the, like, what would be considered surprises either weren't surprising because we had already predicted the possibility or weren't as surprising because we knew that something was going to happen. We just hadn't figured out exactly what. Okay. Um, so... Like, for instance, finding out that Holland is Fable's grandmother, while surprising, wasn't, like, holy moly, because we knew that there was some deeper relationship there. Like, there was something going on. And I felt like that across the board with these two books. But the one that really took me by surprise was ending the first book with Clove being alive and being on Zola's ship. Yeah. Because she totally set that up for us to assume that he was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause not even like her being captured by Zola was as surprising because right. she leaves the ship and you're like, don't do it. Don't do it. Right. Like something's especially going to happen. She right? leaves the ship, especially after there's a moment in the first book that I think we talked about in our episode where, um, you know, they sort of double cross Zola and then she has this moment where she's like, he's probably just continuing course. And we're like, and I remember being like, ah, mm-hmm. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think you really know enough about crime lords. <laughs> like, you know, like, yes, 
I don't think he's just gonna let it go. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I agree. And sure agree. enough, he didn't. So yes, I mm-hmm. agree that that part was not very um, surprising. Yeah, and so then the other surprise for me was at the very end of the series when Saint admits to Fable that he loved her more than he loved Isolde. Oh, interesting. Because Fable had always thought that he loved Isolde so much more than her, just because he was so much better at expressing his love. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think if he had said, like, oh, I love you just as much as I loved her, Mm -hmm. that wouldn't have been surprising to me. But the fact that he said that, like, above all else, Fable... Like, he loved Fable the most. Yeah. Which, as a parent, like, that's not surprising that, like, your child is put above all else. But because of who he is and how he treated her, Mm -hmm. I was so taken aback by that. Interesting. I was taken aback that he admitted it. I had had an inkling that that sort of was his motivation behind what he was doing. Um, Not his excuse, right? Because it's still not an excuse for abandoning your child on a horrific island for four years um but i've read enough books i've seen enough movies that you know sometimes that absent father figure they do something like that because they just because they're a man and they can't just they just can't deal with emotions and they don't know how to handle love like that yeah and so it, for, it was for a while that I had had that inkling that that's why he did it. I guess the surprise to me was that he admitted it. Oh, interesting. Okay, because for me, again, I had a similar inkling that he did love her more than she mm-hmm. assumed that he did. Right. But. That it was more than Not her more mom. than his old. Yeah. yeah. That's what threw me. Sure. I, I could see that. I'll let it. I'll, I'll allow it. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know what that cool. accent was. <laughs> oh goodness. I'm a dork. Um but if but you that's okay. but if you didn't know that about me already, then were you even paying attention? Uh no, I was not paying attention, obviously. Well, clearly. No idea. Mm-hmm. Um so Yeah. At this point in our series wrap, we like to ask each other if there were characters in the beginning of the series Mm -hmm. that really stood out to you as like having completely crazy journeys where they would never have anticipated where they ended up at the end um so who did you think of when thinking about this concept yeah i think i kind of just have like one and a half answers. Like okay. um my one is Fable, right? Like if uh-huh. you would have told Fable who was stuck on Javal, you know, barely with enough money to feed herself and starving and um that by the end of this series she would be like technically she would own her own ship and would be sailing under her father as part of his trading mm-hmm. company, whatever they're called. Um, 
and in love and had built herself her own little family, I think she would have been just like, okay, sure. Like, (laughs) clearly I'm just going to die on this rock, right? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I think is sort of how she would have felt. Um, So... Fable is my 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 whole answer, and then okay. my half answer is Saint. Um, not so much in where he is in the world because his position really hasn't changed much in the, uh-huh. um, but that he acknowledged to the world that his, he had a daughter, um, mm. and that she's mm-hmm. you know sailing underneath him. I think that would be pretty shocking to Saint yeah. at the beginning of these books. That makes sense. And I guess maybe Zola. I think he'd be a little surprised to find out that he is dead. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I I would say that the obvious answer is Fable. Mm-hmm. But then when I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, well, if you measure this from the beginning of the first book to the end of the second book, for sure. But if you measure it from the end of the se- the end of the first book to the end of the second book, were you about to say from the end of the second book to the end of the second book? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know that there's going to be too many people who are surprised by their growth from the end of the same book to the end of the same book. <laughs> <laughs> no, the end of the first book to the end of the second book, because basically they're making plans. For where they end up in the end of the second book, you know, with their own boat, their own trade. Um, Yeah. So that wasn't super surprising. Right. Yeah. And I wonder if that's one of the reasons why we didn't enjoy Namesake as much as we enjoyed Fable, because at the beginning of Fable you really couldn't tell what the ending was going to be. But with namesake, even though we didn't know that that was going to be the outcome, we knew of the possibility already of, like, where the book could go. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That was just a thought that popped into my head. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case for me, but certainly it could have been for you. Um, Because I am not actually inside your noggin. (laughs) Um, though you you do tend to know how i think (laughs) true um but yeah because i think i think willow would be pleasantly surprised to find out that she was able to get off the ship and and Mm -hmm. um so i think that would be a surprise for her but probably not quite as big as because she was already planning to do that, you know, when we see, when we, in Fable, she's already making plans to get off the ship. Right. Um, and then I'm like, like, maybe West would be surprised to know that he finally let somebody in. And we know that how long he was in love with Fable, so I'm sure he would be very happily surprised to know that they were together. You know, like, so that would be pleasant but uh, yeah I feel like those are not as big of surprises as mm-hmm. f- fable right like <laughs> I think yeah. I think she she definitely gets to wear that crown I agree for that one yeah um, so I don't oh, even yeah. know why 
we ask this question of both of us. I feel like we only need to ask it of me because we well, really, know right? Like, answer. really, it should it should be just me asking you. <laughs> um, so I, I mm-hmm. guess I'll just take it away. Um, would you reread this series? I'm leaning towards probably not. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um, but it's a very young, sure. young adult series and so I don't know there's just not the same like level of like intricacy mm-hmm. woven into it um not as much substance which like th- there's not to say that I didn't enjoy the series because yeah. I did and I would recommend reading it but I don't know that I need to read it again mm-hmm. yeah so I would also reread it unsurprisingly um I don't know that I would need to reread it like right away but mm-hmm. I can certainly see myself using it as like a palate cleanser like mm-hmm. if <laughs> between like a really it sounds really awful because again it, it doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy it because I really did um but like as a nice easy read I know it ends up well like so it would be a nice thing to read in between, like, I don't, something really emotional or, like, something mm-hmm. that I, that didn't end well or, like, you know, like. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, I would reread it again. I don't know that I have any burning need to read it, like, right away again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also something that I could see, like, recommending to my younger cousins and, like, Let's talk about it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah. That would be fun. I could see you doing that for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, the ones that would actually read it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of younger cousins, but I don't think all of them would reread it. Or mm. not uh, not reread it. Regular read it. <laughs> Regular <laughs> read it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you doing okay over there? <laughs> Who knows? Probably not, is the short answer. Hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Not really, except for, excuse me, I just burped and I tried to make it quiet, but I'm pretty sure oh. you can hear it on the podcast, so I'm sorry, well, anybody. <laughs> if you hadn't mentioned it, I would have had no idea. Oh, maybe nobody did hear it. And then in that case, I for sure totally didn't burp. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Stop accusing me of things. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, in that case, that has been our Fable Duology series wrap. Um, Mm -hmm. Go read it. We agree with Reese Witherspoon. Definitely worth the read. Um, Absolutely. And as always, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at UPM Pod Official. We're at Instagram. We're on Instagram at Uniquely Portable Magic Podcast. And then, as always, you can email us at Uniquely Portable Magic Podcast at gmail.com. We will see you guys next week. Bye.